welcome to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. I'm not sure where I start with hey. You're like, hey. Hey, welcome to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. We are so glad that you are here with Javi, us. did you smoke a cigar in your dream last night? Because your, your voice sounds really... Yes. Raspy today. Welcome to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast with your host, Javier and Shannon. It's like you should be swinging yes. bourbon in one hand oh, and smoking on, a cigar in another. No, it's just the way, just how it came out today. I don't know. Are you, are you, are you a little under the weather? No. Don't kiss me. Don't come near me. I'm not under anything. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope you all are doing well. I hope you're having a uh, good start to your your week. And um, yeah, we are in Oregon, uh, beautiful Oregon. It's been good. It's been a really busy season. Uh, It's been a busy time, but uh, it's been good. We actually got a little bit of time this weekend, which was nice. Like we visited very, well, don't say she's old. Visited a, well, we've a known very, each other a long very, time. very, very good friend. Yes, um, in in Portland, and um, actually a very nice area, nice neighborhood um, in the city, and had a great time there. And then um, I yeah, to, we I got have to, get, to say, Portland, you guys put out a good farmers market. There you so go. props to you because <laughs> I feel like Javi and I are um, pretty much farmer market farmer market snobs. Can that be a thing? Sure. Okay. So we are. And we judge you. And when you have a bad one, I'm going to tell you about We're it. I'm going to talk to you about it. Um, well, some places it just does not. It's not great. Wisconsin, you guys. Wisconsin. You guys stank. Well, there were some other places that just were. You know, Dream catchers is not a food that I can cook for my family, so it should not be sold at a farmer's market. <laughs> there's food deserts everywhere you go, so we did. We definitely do recognize that. Um but yeah, we, I mean, we were here and we're on uh, close to coast. We got to get a little bit of time on Saturday to just drive, take a little drive and enjoy some time out. And uh, we enjoyed uh, a what we would call a Sabbath day on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so those of you who listen, a lot of you, you know, are followers of Christ. Some of you may not be, but for us, Sabbath is a day of rest. And I think actually is very beneficial for your marriage. Um, to have that moment. And so for us, we pause for a moment on a Sunday. For us, it's Sunday. Maybe it's Saturday for you. Maybe it's a Friday. I don't know. But for us, it's a day where like intentionally, and I have worked really hard at this and we do pretty well, that I don't do any work. We don't do any 24-7 marriage work. And we're not on social media. We stay off of social media. Try to stay off our phones, um, pretty much. Disconnect from our phones. We And I think it's something we should all be doing consistently, um, taking for, that it's break. It's good for your brain. Your brain needs downtime. Yeah. So I think that's very beneficial. Uh, we don't work. In other words, I don't do anything around our fifth wheel. I don't do anything to fix anything, mm, repair anything. Sometimes. Well, once in a while something happens, you have to. But for the most part, we don't. We take time to read, to relax, to hang in the hammock, to go for a walk, to do things that refill and refresh you. And I'm telling you, if you're not doing taking a day to do that, um, then like that's an investment into yourself and your care, but into your marriage as well. Yeah. And it's not, we don't like go crazy all week long so we can crash on one day. We are trying, I am trying especially to live from a place of rest, of being rested all the time and not like being in a hurry, but slow down, live from a place of rest And at the same time, have a day, a Sabbath day, where you actually set apart to honor God and to breathe Mm -hmm. and to slow down and to just be present. Do you want to know one of the great um, indicators that you need to slow down is your body will actually tell you. So 
I carry a lot of stress in my shoulders and I know when they're super tight and I've got knots, it's like I haven't taken time to rest. So your body will will talk to you, will tell you what you need to do. So pay attention to it. Um, it's, it definitely never lies to you. So if you're feeling the, the physical implications of yeah. a, a stressful week, yeah. then do something yeah. that will decompress and give you space yeah. for your brain and your well, body it to will just tell relax. you, but also don't also always get to a point where you're like, Oh, my body's like now I'm sick. And like that means you probably should have slowed down before that. You probably you probably went too hard at it. Yeah. So try to yeah. build rhythms also in your life. Your body at times it's just a busy season. Your body will tell you. But I think build rhythms in your life that give you space. Well, I think that's good because so. Javier, we're going we're kind of at almost to the middle of October right now. And we're going into busy season for everybody. It's we're going into a couple holidays. Um, kids are going to be out of school on break soon. So we need to learn how to put these rhythms in place now because it's going to help us get through the rest of October, November, and December for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it will. It will. And um, so anyways, I, I'm, we weren't really going to talk about that, but we kind of just went there. But I do have um, something I wanted to talk about. What do you want to talk about, Javier? Um, but just well, pausing for a moment, I think hopefully you guys hear what we were saying. Like this, I, we can actually probably need to do a whole podcast on this rhythm of rest. And mm -hmm. because I think that's what's hindering a lot of couples right now is this place of like not feeling mm -hmm. rested and just go, 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 go. And yeah. they're missing each other. Like, you know, ships in the night just passing each other. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it was Chris and, and just Jamie. Self care as well. Chris and Jamie from Expedition Marriage, I think, posted a reel uh, months ago, but. They were, they were saying, you know, when you're in a season of working on your marriage, whether you're working through something, working on a problem, meeting a counselor or a therapist, you need a day where you take off from working on your marriage so that you can rest and just yeah. be and enjoy each other, yeah. whether you do something fun. Sometimes you get in such a work mode that you're like, okay, so we have an hour right now. So how should we spend it working on our marriage, working on communications? Like, how about we just take a break and watch a comedy together? How about yeah. we take a break and we go get pizza for dinner? Well, when you're on the date you know, night, it doesn't always have to be you're talking about about what, what, need need, what needs to happen in your marriage. It, like, you know, to take a break, I think it's Sometimes that's so the important. time you got, and I have that, but maybe you set aside it for, let's, for an hour, let's chat, and then we're just going to enjoy and just be present yeah. with, with one another. <clears throat> that's the difference between working on and working in your marriage. Yeah. Like, you know, working working on it, it's like you guys are committed some time to talk through communication, talk through issues you might be struggling with or things you're facing. You know, working is just kind of working out those things in your marriage. And mm -hmm. working in is like... Just going on the date and enjoying one another is is working in your marriage at that moment. Yeah, uh, it's building connection and intimacy, mm -hmm. and you're not having to talk about anything that's you know deep and serious. Enjoy, laugh, have fun. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's an important part. Um, I don't know. I feel we should probably just keep talking about this. Oh, do we need to? <laughs> we should. I think it's important. Well, we can actually, I think it'd be good to maybe talk about this and maybe some of the questions. Should we just go there? We weren't going to do that this podcast, but we can. There was a couple of questions mm -hmm. that came in that we wanted to answer. We're trying to start a new thing where you can actually send in your questions and record them and we can play them on the podcast, people's questions, and then we'll answer those questions. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think this falls in the line with one of the um, uh, questions that came in about 
you know, empty nesters, how you spend time together and all oh, yeah. of that. How do, the question was, how do we love each other well after the children are gone? We Sabbath. And so we have time <laughs> away from each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think, I think it ties in because all of this has to do with like, what are the rhythms you've created in your life before your kids are gone? Um, I think that's where it starts. We talk about after, like, what do I do now? And we can, we'll address that right now. But like, what are you doing right now? I don't care if you've been married for two years, a year, or you've been married for, you know, 25, 10, 30, doesn't matter. Like, what are you doing now? Or sorry, everything you're doing now is investing into what, what those later, later years yeah. will look like yeah. when your kids are in different seasons, not even gone, but just in they're teenagers and they're always mm -hmm. around. They're taking them to sports or, or um, I'm sorry, they're teenagers and they're always gone. Um, and then there's just some phases of life and then one day they are gone. And so what are you doing now that invest into your marriage that prepares you and invest into the number one thing? Mm -hmm. I, I was gonna say the exact same thing. It's, um, you don't wanna wait until they're gone and then figure out like how you're gonna spend those years and how you're gonna connect. It has to start when your kids are small how you prepare for that. And and there's still moments even that have caught us off guard where it's like, dang, those years went by so fast and we're all alone. But I did it the other day. I stood in the room. I know. And I stared at pictures cried. of the girls like just I don't know, they were young, probably Toddler like and a baby. Yeah, like one and five and in mm -hmm. different ages. And I was like, I have no idea where it went. I know. I have no idea where it went. And um and and oftentimes we're so focused on ourselves and the things that we need to do and work on that we can miss, right? And, and I'm sorry, it, some people are so focused on their, like, I want to say just oh. the struggles and the issues you face in your marriage. I'm not saying they're 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 pointless, but sometimes we 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 focus on these things that are just so minute and minor, like in our marriage, and we make them big deals, and then we're missing, right? Like this incredible opportunity of building a great marriage that reflects and images Christ, that reflects that to our children, our children's lives are impacted in that we're able then to also spend time investing to them. Mm -hmm. Like as you're working on your marriage consistently, it gives you this breathing room also to ensure that you're reflecting that to your kids, but then you're also investing time with your kids. Mm -hmm. It's good. Because maybe you're not always sitting in a counseling office. Away yeah. from your children. <laughs> away from your children. Well, what would you tell them, like, as, as parents are, you know, younger kids and all that, how do they begin now to prepare for the seasons that are ahead? Well, there's some things that you have to put into practice. And sometimes parent, young parents make decisions that they don't realize will impact their, their later years, their empty nesting years. So, um, you know, when you become a child-centric marriage, um, that will set you up for failure failure, because your focus has always been on your children. The whole world, marriage, everything revolves around them. Um, and you become so focused on them that you've lost sight of the thing that happened before you had children, and that was you got married and you have a partner. And that's who you will have after your kids are long gone. So you have to invest in it now. Um, other things, um, you know, there's a lot of things we could go into, but well, we don't have an hour, Javier. 
So, <laughs> and then as you as you look at where you want to be, I think it's beginning with the end in mind. Like, what are you, what are you building? And it's what hard to moving? see. It's hard to see that because your kids are little and you're just enjoying them, and you're physically tired yeah. because you have yeah. little ones. Yeah. So let's so. talk about while the kids are in the house, like little, and you know maybe they're older and they're getting their teenage years or their teenagers, whatever it may be. Um, there's there's a consistency that you have to do regardless. So some of these things don't apply just because you're preparing to be empty nesters. These are the things you should be doing that ultimately reward you as you are empty nesters um, with a life-giving, fulfilling relationship is because of what you've done beforehand to build that. Um, you know, if you want to enjoy your a house in the winter seasons and in the spring, like you have to build it right and you have to build it well and you have to build the right foundation. Otherwise, you will not be able to enjoy that house um, mm -hmm. and what it brings you and what it protects and or and what it, you know, yeah, it gives you. And so look at it that way is like, this is what we're moving towards. Like we know that the goal is not just be empty nesters. And then, but when you get to that season, it is just you two again, yeah. you started that way. So remember how, how you began your marriage. I'd love to see you end that way or when you're empty nesters and experience the fullness even more so than what you had when you first got married the, and didn't have any kids. The thing is, is that by the time you become empty nesters, you're you're 20 plus years down the road, different people. So what you need to do is from the beginning, as you're parenting and raising a family, how are you and your spouse growing together and not just growing parallel and growing just as we're co-parenting yeah, yeah. and just kind of doing our separate things. So making sure that by the time you get to that empty nest season, you still enjoy each other. You've grown together. You find maybe new things that you enjoy doing together. And that through those years prior to getting there, you're not growing just parallel to one another. You're actually interweaving as you grow into different individuals. And yeah. I think that's yeah. key. And listen, your marriage next to God, God is the priority. Then your marriage is next Yes. Not your children. And we have posted about this. We've had people yell and scream oh and get so goodness. upset. What do you mean your children aren't first? Your children. My marriage is first. My kids will leave one day. Well, some of you are saying, I hope they leave one day. <laughs> your kids will leave one day and your marriage will be there. Your walk with God and your marriage will be there. And that's your kids need to see the investment in your marriage. They need to see you pursuing your spouse. They need to see you loving them. They need to see you serving one another. They need to see you um, investing that time and that they would see that they, my parents, made their marriage, right, uh, next to God, the next most important yeah. thing. It was very interesting because I posted uh, probably over a year ago a TikTok about this that your kids don't come first, your marriage does. And the comments, I don't know, there People was probably five or 600 comments. And this one lady said, I feel sorry for your children. They probably suffered. But both of our girls got on the comments and commented to her comment and said, we're doing just fine. Thank you. So... Well, no, they recognize, they see the example of marriage. Yes, they, they do. They understand that this is a party. So yes, your kids will be gone one day. So... What you're doing now is building all towards this moment, right? Yeah. Specific to the question of being empty nesters and your kids not being around. And so if you're in the place right now where like, I have, we haven't done that well. Like, like I have made my children, 
the part. focus. Mm-hmm. And so now you have a spouse, and I'm not saying it's all the time, but typically that we hear that from women, mm-hmm. and their their husband's been clamoring for their attention. Um, and at times they wonder why is he going to other things or why. Well, you've paid attention to the kids. So much more than investing into your marriage, and、yeah. you married your husband, not your children. That's right. Did not marry your children, and since you married your husband, you married your spouse. That is your investment of time. Yes. That I can guarantee, when you do that well, you will love your children well. Yes. They will see that example. This is. They will. They will say, "I want." What my mom and dad had. What my mom and dad had.、Yeah. I want to find a spouse like someone like my dad. How you know a man like. My dad, who treated my、yeah. mom that way, I want that, and you know, I want that. You know, I want a a you know a woman that like I saw in my mom and how their marriage was. And our marriage came first, but our children were a priority. We we chose to homeschool our children for sixteen years. We were never missed a soccer game or a swim meet. And invested heavily into our children. So this isn't to say that your marriage comes first, that your children are neglected. Those two do not go together.、Yeah. That's not what we're saying.、Yeah. You can、yeah. make your children a priority and invest in them,、yeah. and still make your marriage come first. Yeah, and you have opportunity right now to to shift and change. If you're in a place right now where you're like, I didn't do this well. Like now we our kids are gone, and we're sitting here staring at each other. And we're not getting along,、yeah. or we're not sure how to connect. Time to correct. Have differences, and so I think this is a moment where you have to step back and you have to say, "What needs to shift and change them? How do we begin to build right again connection, intimacy with one another?"、Um, and there are ways you can do it. Like you might have to start dating again. Like literally, just go out on dates. Be intentional. You know, pick up on the cues, men, when your wife is telling you. You know that hey, I'd like to go out and do something, or plan it yourself without her having to ask you to do it.、Mm-hmm. I think these are the places where you have an opportunity to be able to shift where you're at, but you have to be intentional and look at where we've come from. And you know what? We didn't do this with the kids, or when we had the kids. Yeah, we weren't going on dates. Okay, so now start doing that. We weren't sitting down and communicating daily about, or not daily, maybe even just weekly. Like, hey, how are you doing? How can I better serve you today? Well, maybe now you start asking those questions. Yeah. Maybe sit down and ask, "What do you see for us in this stage of our life?" Sit down, ask that from one another. Listen to what your spouse has to say, and you might be surprised. Like, I'm looking forward to this. I would love to do this. I feel we've disconnected because we're so focused on the kids. We need to build back. And some people just say, "Oh, we just grown apart." And I hate when they say that. That means that you intentionally did not do things to grow together. Yeah, that's. I mean, some people may disagree with that, but when you say you've grown apart, you can grow back together. Then you can grow together. Just because you grew apart doesn't mean it、yeah. can't come back、yeah. together. I mean, I've heard people say, "Oh, I, I love them so much. I love them. I love them. Love. We just grew apart." Well, if you love them, then、Figure、it's unconditional. Then you will grow together. But, but but what you're saying is, in growing apart, that that was something that happened to us. We had no control over it, and that's not taking responsibility. You、yeah. grew apart because you let it happen. Yeah. So I'm just going to、well, call it what it is. Because you you chose to focus on other things that were potentially、yeah. not your marriage. You chose to focus on other areas that were not、um, investing into your the time with one another, communication. You know, pursue serving one another, all those pieces. And if you put your time and effort into other areas, then yeah, maybe they did great, but you're reaping now the 
what you've sown. Yeah. And so I think this, it's a, it's an important topic. Um, and it's a great question, um, you know, in this season. And, uh, if you ask that question, I mean, there's definitely specifics we can get into, or you can reach out and dive in more in this area of understanding. We are empty nesters. We are alone all the time together. Why, why do you have to roll your eyes and make them really big when you say it? Jeez. <laughs> But it's also in this season, it's also understanding too that you, yeah, you have to really enjoy this moment with one another, but also like understanding that each of you are individuals and having this still alone time is good and healthy um, and it, being able to do the things that you both enjoy individually, but then also together. So it's a moment instead of saying, oh my gosh, like now no kids are gone, now what? Um you get to be with a person you married all the time and you get to discover one another and enjoy one another and do different things. And you know what's really enjoyable as as parents, as we are as empty nesters, is really enjoying our kids as adults. Like there's this new level of friendship that comes in and I, I, I really enjoy hanging out with my kids. I would want to hang out with my kids even if they weren't my kids. I love spending time with them as adults. This is such a great season. Yeah. And I'm telling you, we have 29 years of marriage, and now we're empty nesters and enjoying it. And then we raised our kid and, kids and invested all that time to the fact that we have a great, incredible relationship with them after. So can you do this? Yes. Yeah, can you sure. invest and make your marriage the most important thing next to God and then your children and still have and have this a marriage that's fruitful, right, in various seasons and that, in empty nest season? And also have a great relationship with your kids? Yes, you can. And so where you're at can be changed. So look at where you're at. What needs to be adjusted? What do I need to shift? Because this is the outcome that I desire in the years ahead. And as you do that, I think you'll begin to see that um, it's possible. All right, so we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Again, remember, um, go to uh, at 247 Marriage, follow us, uh, rate, review this podcast, share it with others. We are a partner-supported ministry, and so you can also give and donate at our website, which is at 2, not at, <laughs> it's 247marriage.org. Mm -hmm. um, it helps up keep uh, keeps us doing the work that we're doing uh, in reaching couples and impacting lives. And always remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support 24-7 Marriage, head on over to 247marriage.org and click on Partner With Us. Until next week, remember, in marriage you don't have to, you get to.